Hello, this is Daniel Ball Wrestling. WrestleMania season is underway. Yeah, so night one of TakeOver, NXT, sorry, TakeOver, Stand and Deliver is in the books. I thought I thought it was a really good show. I mean, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it this morning. I'm not going to lie. So UK time, the show finished about, well, three o'clock in the morning last night. Do you know what I mean? I'd coffeeed myself up, so I don't think I got to sleep. I don't think I got to sleep till about 4am, yeah? And then about half past seven, the builders outside my flat decided to start work. So, yeah, there was no chance for me um, being able to have a lie-in, which is what I was hoping of. Do you know what I mean? I got ahead with all my work this week. Well, this month, sorry. So, I could indeed have a nice little lie-in after staying up for WrestleMania week. But, no. So, yeah, I managed to get all my work done. Back here for 12. I started watching um, AEW from last night. Um, fell, well, tried desperately to have a bit of sleep. I think I lasted about 45 minutes thanks to the builders. And, yeah, I uh, watched a bit more Dynamite. And I've just been watching the Jimmy Lloyd Degeneration F show. Uh, cost me 10 quid on fight. And, yeah, it's been a pretty decent show, to be honest. Um we are going to, this show is basically, I'm going to be talking about that show more tomorrow. This show, we're just going to be talking about last night's really good takeover stand and deliver. But the Jimmy Lloyd show, I mean, it's like 100 degrees in Tampa right now. Um, and a guy in one of the matches, literally, he was wrestling. And then he like just wasn't responding. And the ref, and I can't think of what the guy's name was actually. The ref just sort of like was going to let it carry on. Then he's going over to see to him. Um, the guy's called Gina Medina, Gina Medina, um, and yeah, he was just like, his opponent lifted him up a few times, and he just wasn't really responding, and then he did raise his hand, but the referee called for the end of the match, and just stopped the match, yeah, the doctor came into the ring, so it looked to me like it was just dehydration or something, I mean, either that or he was concussed, because he didn't seem to know what he was doing, but I didn't really notice a spot where I was like, ooh, he's got a concussion, but... Yeah, that, that was interesting. Um, the first match, I mean, I, I, I'm sure all you listening follow me on Twitter. That first match, Jesus Christ. One of the guys, I can't think. Um, I'm Seriously, I'm on three hours of sleep here. American Ninja, American Ninja. I mean, you must have all seen the video I posted on Twitter. He goes flying out the ring, head first through some steel chairs. We're getting crazy Spanish flies through some chairs. I was like, yep. WrestleMania Indie Week is completely underway. I mean, we're going to go into this show a bit more detail tomorrow on the podcast. As I say, basically, I wanted to like tuck into all the wrestling now, and I'm sat thinking, well, I need to go and do the podcast, so I'm going to go and review um, NXT. But yeah, Jimmy Lloyd's Degeneration. It's been a good show. Buy the show. Um, use our code to buy the show if you're going to buy it on fight. Do you know what I mean? It gives us a few more fight bucks to buy a few more, buy a few more of these shows. Um, I've put the I've put the uh, code on our Twitter. But yeah, I'm not sure what my plan for tonight is, actually. I'm probably going to watch a couple of podcasts, um, a few video podcasts that I subscribe to on YouTube, probably watch some of those, see their thoughts on last night's TakeOver show, see what they're watching. Um, just I would like to just carry on watching. Rest and I'll finish this Degeneration F show. I haven't finished Dynamite, so we're not going to be talking about Dynamite on this show. I got up to the last half an hour. I do know what happened where the Young Bucks, the young bucks turned on John Moxley. That got spoiled for me last night. Um, while I was scrolling through Twitter during um, TakeOver. But yeah, I'll probably cram another indie show in. Um, so now I'm not sure which one, the Acid Cup Night one I was looking at maybe buying, but I might actually try one of the I, into the, uh, the, is it the IWTV shows. Might put, I think it's $9.99 for the month for them, so I might buy one of them um, and give them a shot. Their shows are indoor. This venue is actually pretty good for this indie show, but 
Um, I'm sure none of you are here to hear about that. Let's talk about last night's NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 1. One of the problems with the show, or I thought was going to be one of the problems going into it, especially after the first match, was that there was not going to be enough time to let these matches breathe, which was it was a slight problem. Um, but I think they sort of figured it out in the end. I mean, the Kushida Pete Dunn match, which opened the show, didn't get enough time. But first, there was a match on the pre-show, and it was a surprising outcome. It was Zoe Stark defeating Tony Storm via schoolboy. Do we have to call it a schoolgirl? Um, the match seemed alright, I wasn't really paying attention, I was getting my shit together, getting my coffees ready, um, which hindered me getting to sleep later on in the night, but um, if someone actually, I saw a tweet on this thing, someone saying maybe Tony Storm's going up to the main roster, maybe she hasn't really, usually you get your big run, don't you? I like to think you get like your big run um, on NXT, maybe a run with the title. She hasn't actually received that. Maybe if they didn't keep turning her face and heel, I think Tony Storm would be a great first opponent for Raquel Gonzalez. Um... But we'll see. I mean, she lost the. It. it was a bit. It, it was one of the matches where you just assumed Tony Storm was going to win. So there must be something behind it. And I would not at all be surprised to see Tony Storm um, called up to the main roster. We'll see, though. We'll see. Um, the show starts top at 1 a.m. 1 a.m. last night. Uh, we had Nina Strauss introducing the show in the show with uh, the National Anthem. We didn't even get a video package to open the show. That was on the pre-show. And I thought, you know, as soon as I didn't see the bit, they always do a video package talk about TakeOver, don't they? And as soon as I noticed, they knocked them out, I thought, it's going to be a struggle for time here. Um, the first match, Kushida versus Pete Dunne, which I said on the preview, this did have the potential to be like a four-star match. Um, it wasn't at all. Um, the story going into the match is that Dunn is saying that he's the best technical wrestler in the world, um, and Kushida's saying, look, I can hang with you like that. Um, Pete Dunn comes out to different music, which was strange to see, um, but the match, it's very technical match. They start off straight, straight out of the gate, going for submissions, both men attacking the arms. Um, the match itself goes about, I'm not, I didn't sit here with me stopwatch time in here, but it was about 10 minutes there was a commercial in the middle of that, so if you watched on the USA Network, which I don't know why you would, because on Peacock and the WWE Network in the UK, we didn't get that. We didn't get the commercial, sorry. Um, you'd only got seven minutes of action. I think this match, it was really well wrestled. Obviously, these two, you know, they're not going to put on a bad match. I've seen a lot of people raving about the match, and for me, I wanted to see these go at least 15, 16 minutes, but... Um, there was like a strange spot where I think like Kushida's shoulders were down on the mat while he had the submission locked in. But the ref starts counting and Kushida never kicks out. Dunn thought he was getting pinned, so Dunn kicked out. It was really strange. I mean, either that or I was just like coffeeed up and didn't know what was going on. But really strange spot. Um, he got his like Pete Dunn put his foot on the rope, but Kushida didn't actually kick out. So for me, if the ref was counting Kushida's shoulders, which he should have been because Kushida's shoulders were both down, then it should have been a three. But they're just basically training submission. The match was just getting going. I'm thinking, yeah, good match this. And then boom, Pete Dunn hits the bitter end. One, two, three. It was good while it lasted. I think I am the low person on this. I was looking at um, some star ratings flying about on the grapple app. They was like, I think they're about 3.7. So I went three and a quarter on this. I thought it was... It's a completely forgettable match that nobody's going to remember come the end of this weekend. Um, but yeah, Pete Dunne gets the win, as we predicted in the preview show. And yeah, I think that was the only possible option. Uh, Pete Dunne winning it. Didn't make, I said they're not planning on doing anything with um, Kushida. So why would you why, why would you push? Why would you give Kushida the win? 
Um, next, we had the Gauntlet Eliminator, right? And if you was with us on Twitter last night, you would have seen me completely ranting. Uh, people, I don't know, whether people disagree with me or not, I've seen a few people disagree with me on the tweets, I don't really care. That's what Twitter's for, isn't it? Giving your opinion. Um, but for me, this match, I mean, I know it's a Gauntlet match, right? I know it's a gauntlet match. But one, I don't think it needed to be on the card, right? A typical NXT takeover. This is like when we're going back to the early days. Before they like changed it all to three hours. A typical NXT takeover would run about two and a half hours, wouldn't it? And there'd always be five matches, yeah? So I think to try... Like to try and cram five matches, including a gauntlet match. Three, was the three title matches? Three title matches into two hours was a bit bit of a mistake. And as soon as this Kushida-Pete Dunn match finished, I feared the worst. I really did fear the worst. Um, but it didn't actually go as bad as I thought it was going to, I will be honest with that. Um, but this match, this gauntlet match, that really, let's be honest, nobody really cared about. It was fine, yeah? There was bits of it I didn't really like. I mean, Bronson Reed, as I predicted, come out of the match with a win. I think that was the right decision. It, although I said it wouldn't surprise me if they went with Dexter Loomis because it made sense in like the arc of the story. And there were some great spots from Bronson Reed. Um, but I don't know, some of the spots in the match, it was just like, it only really, for me, got entertaining when it came down to um, Bronson Reed and Swerve Scott. That last few minutes was really good. Um, but they like build up, what did they build up? They built up uh, Dexter Loomis. Um, an LA night going forward. I mean, it doesn't really feel like an NS. Do I mean? I suppose at least they're both together because I'm not really the biggest fans of both of them. Um, LA Knight can possibly prove me wrong, but Dexter Loomis, I've seen for long enough now, he doesn't interest me one bit. But the match, Brunson Reed and the Swerves, part of the match, made me want to see like a long singles match between the two. Eventually, Brunson Reed gets the win by defeating Swerve. Um, but this match goes 24 minutes. It was the longest match of the night. So for me, why is the least anticipated match of the five going the longest? I know it's a gauntlet match, but it didn't need to be on the show. This should have took place on last week's NXT. We should have had a four-match card. Give Kushida Pete done a bit of extra time. You could have maybe added a couple of extra minutes onto the main event. Onto the tag team match, which was like 13, 14 minute. Great match. The tag team match, which we'll get into in a second. But they could have done with a little bit more time. But yeah, Bronson Reed gets the win. And he will go on to face Johnny Gargano tomorrow night. Which should be a really good match. Um, which we'll preview shortly. But yeah, 24 minutes. It did not need to go this long. Uh, and yeah, bad decision. Bad show layout. Why is the gauntlet match taking up a full quarter of the show? Yeah, when you put it like that, it's crazy, isn't it? The gauntlet matched up a, up a quarter of this takeover. Ridiculous. Um, I went three stars on the match just out of politeness because I thought Bronson Reed was great. And Swerve Scott had a really good showing in this match as well. Next. Next. Now, for me, this match, Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa, I went into it hoping it would be great. And I thought, will it be great? Especially with this whole time issue going on for maybe they'll just give him 10 minutes here no they went 18 17 18 minutes and the match i absolutely adored this match i've seen other people my uh, mate neil i think he i've had a look at his star rate i think he went four on it I've seen other people going four 4.25 for me i just thought this was a cut above i thought it was absolutely brilliant um the match for me i don't think will be topped in my opinion at least for match of the weekend i'd be very surprised We'd have to get a really good Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly match tonight. 
Um, maybe they can do it, who knows. But it was definitely match of the night. And yeah, I'm just glad that they let Walter and Champa go out there and have a great match. Um, the crowd, this is the crowd were really good in this match, I thought. The Thunderdome, the, the whatever, the fucking drones going on were a little bit annoying. Um, but the crowd were really good for this. Um, the match, soon as the match starts, I mean, it starts with Walter on the outside, going to chop Tommaso Ciampa, bang, right through the announce table, he breaks the top little covering part of the announce table in half, thought Wade Barrett did an excellent job on commentary, like, getting over how important this was, and that he's never seen that before, and they showed replays of the broken cover of the table, which was great, and, and yeah, that's it, we're straight to the race after that, Ciampa, making the most of it, he's ripping apart the right arm, and the right hand of Walter, which is just great storytelling, that's what you're going to do, isn't it, Chomp, I mean, Walter is known for his chops, yeah, that's what he's known for, renowned for, he's striking, so take it out, especially if you've been given the opportunity, and Champa's tearing apart the right hand of Walter, you do get some vicious, every now and again, so Champa's all over him, and every now and again, he will hit a chop, um, but yeah, I'll be honest with you, I took no notes during this match, yeah, because I just wanted to sit back and enjoy this match. And that's exactly what I did. Um, we got some spots like Champa hitting his finish. Is it his finish off the top rope? That looked like it could have been over. Walter is just viciously targeting Champa's neck. We know the real-life neck injuries that Tommaso Champa's had. So that was just great to see. So it's just basically... This is what I want to see in wrestling. Two people kicking the fuck out of each other. Excuse my pardon my French. Walter is targeting Champa's neck because he's had a history of neck, neck injuries, yeah? Champa has seen the opportunity to target Walter's chopping arm, yeah? And he goes for it. And it's just perfect. Perfect pro wrestling, perfect storytelling. And the ending, the ending I loved. I loved the ending. There was some great near falls near the end, but the ending, simple match, simple story going into it, yeah? The whole the story going into it actually was that Chomper like wasn't do you know what I mean? He was old man Chomper caring about his family. So straight away he comes out and he's old gear, his head shaved. I feel like shaving my head again in a minute. It's getting a bit longer on top. Um, but yeah, so that was great. I did another element to it because everyone all these tweets have been around for weeks, aren't they? About how old Chomper looks. And yeah, the match when it comes down to it, I loved it. I thought, do I like it? Because yeah, he's been working on the right arm. But hey. Clearly didn't work hard enough. The match ends. Walter, vicious chop, one, two, three. I'm going to be honest. I was watching this thinking, I'm going to end up going five stars on this. This is fucking brilliant. And the ending was like, I wasn't ready for it to finish. I didn't feel like it had got to its peak. It was on its way, which is incredible to say because the match was brilliant. But I do kind of love, on reflection, the fact that Walter just won with a chop. Chopped him, one, two, three. I said, didn't feel like the right moment to end it, but it was a great finish. He won with a chop. This basic match, basic story, ends with a basic ending. I thought it was brilliant. I went four and three quarters on this. Uh, I think it's probably my WWE match of the year up to this point. I'm not sure if I've gone higher on anything. But yeah, the, the match left, left me satisfied. It was exactly what I wanted to see from these two. Walter retains and yeah, I don't think this match will be topped over WrestleMania week. I mean, Walter's in action tonight on NXT UK. Obviously, it's a taped show. Um... But yeah, maybe, hopefully, hopefully I'll be rooting for him to drop the title so then he can come to NXT full-time. So this guy is one of the best in the world, Walter. He's completely... I know he doesn't want to live in the States, but come on, son. Get yourself out there. Let's have a few years of Walter killing it in WWE. Um, now, my problem is going into this, right? So the match finishes. And sometimes when you watch a great match, you need... I don't know. Go for a piss. Make a drink. 
go on your phone, see what everyone else thought of it, message you mate, yeah, but literally as soon as this finished, I didn't have the chance to breathe, we were straight into the NXT tag title match, and it was a bit like, yeah, this is your problem with, like, the show being two hours, all crammed in, I mean, I'm glad tonight's show is going to be, it's just on the network, innit, or on Peacock, so they're going to have as much time, presumably, presumably, if they want, so it could go, like, two and a half hours, um, three hours, um, but yeah, the NXT tag title match, Grizzle Young Veterans versus MSK versus Legado, El Fantasma, Legado didn't need to be in the match really, but hey, this match, 30-40 minutes, it's an absolute fucking sprint, these two teams, three teams, sorry, are going absolutely crazy, you've got Wesley running around going absolutely insane, Just it was, just, it was like a really, really good spot fest of an indie match, but with no botches, no botches, it was crisp as anything, there wasn't anything you could say, yeah, there was a botch there, um, I just thought this was brilliant, I expected Grizzled Young Veterans to get the win, because I thought, well, MS Grizzled Young Veterans lost the Dusty Rose Classic a year ago, MSK beat them a month or two ago for the Dusty Rose Classic, so I thought, yeah, what you do, you have Grizzled Young Veterans take the win, maybe pin Legado El Fantasma, and you have MSK chase Grizzled Young Veterans for a few months for the belts, but, Hey, they went with MSK for the win, also used to be known as the Rascals, um, and I ain't going to complain because I really want to see, I liked how they clearly know that this Grizzled Young Veterans MSK is going to be a tag team rivalry that's looked back on in years time, probably in the same way the Revival and American Alpha is, these two teams have fucking great chemistry, and I'm, I feel ashamed it wasn't like just the two teams going out, but they do the spot that they tried to do with like, it was like the Rock Austin spot where they both come in the ring at the same time, stare each other down, they've tried it a few times with like Cena and Orton, I feel like, in the Rumbles, which didn't really work, but that's a different story, but yeah, it did feel when these two came into the ring, stared each other down, it felt like a big moment, feels like a big rivalry, I mean at one point I thought Grizzled Young Veterans had the win, we had their uh, Zach Gibson had the uh, Shankly Gates in. Wesley tries to tap, but um, is it Nash Carter? Is that his name? He stops him from tapping. That was like a nice little visual moment. Um, I'm sure that Grizzled Young Veterans might come out and say, look, he submitted. He's trying to tap and he's stopping him from tapping. That's a verbal submission. Um, but yeah, the few more crazy spots and... Um, MSK hit the finish on Zach Gibson, the double team finish on Zach Gibson for the win. Surprised they took the pin. I did think that Legado Fantasma would take the pin, so maybe we're going to go forward with MSK versus Legado. Maybe you could do that for a month or two, and then we'll go back to the Grizzled Young Veterans feud in a few months. Um, but yeah, all for this. I loved the match. I thought it was great. Any other night, this match is going to get match of the night. But yeah, the story I'm sure going forward is going to be that Grizzled Young Veterans always come up short in these big matches. Um, Regal comes out to congratulate MSK and MSK your new tag team champions and I went four stars four stars for this match four days until I can go to the pub for a beer so yeah four is the magic number um, we get Stephanie McMahon with, new, with uh, a new signing um, female wrestler I've not actually got the name in my notes because it was quarter to three in the morning and I thought fuck that but Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez the main event um, Io Shirai I'd say she's had a 10 month title reign great title reign um, do you think there was 10 minutes of TV time left and straight away you're thinking they're not going to get much time I do think they got like 14-15 minutes um, one note I do have here in my notes, this, it just says, this show has fucking flown by, which it had, the show, at no point in the show was I sat thinking, 
You know, when you sometimes you could get a bit bored. There's a down moment in the shot. It was nothing. It was bang, bang, bang. And I know I slagged that off at the start, but I was loving this show. I was thinking, yeah, WrestleMania week is underway. Even though I had a few things to complain about with the show, the uh, gauntlet match, Dunk Rashida not getting enough time. I was still having a great time. I loved the show. Um, and yeah, main event time. Um, going into it, I predicted Raquel Gonzalez win, but there was something around the start of the match. I'm thinking maybe I'll retain, but she didn't. Um, straight away, Dakota Kai gets kicked out. The match is very fast-paced, a lot faster than I would have thought. EO took probably 70, 75% of this match. The, you've got the, the stage, by the way. That's another note we've not touched on. The stage was great for the show. It felt special. It had like the Survivor Series, is it 98, maybe 99, 98? Um, skull at the top. It's, it's the trend in it. Io Shirai loves jumping off things. She dives off the top of that skull and she lands. Half of the ramp is like... like Half of the ramp is like steel and the other half of the ramp looks a lot nicer to land on. But the skull is positioned right next to uh, the steel. And she does this dive on top, and you can just see a foot and a leg lands right on the steel. They must have shown about eight replays of this. A lot of it was during the break, I think, on um, USA. But I was on the WWE Network, and Peacock got to see this. And yeah, it was brutal. Um, it was like the highlight of the match. EO, EO, I tweeted this out, was sensational in this match. thought she was brilliant. Um, yeah, she needs to go up to the main roster. This lady is Fucking unbelievable. She's top few wrestlers in the world for me. Up there with Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks, the Shirai. I think they've had a match, haven't they, on NXT TV. These two need to be headlining huge pay-per-views. Um, I'm all for it. All for it. EO was amazing in this match. Raquel now, she gets the win. She didn't really get much shine in the match, I didn't think. But she won. She went over EO clean. And yeah, it, hopefully EO has made Raquel look strong by letting a pin a clean on her way out. Uh, Raquel turns her inside out with a clothesline, one-arm powerbomb for the clean victory, and yeah, Raquel Gonzalez is your new NXT Women's Champion as the show goes off air. So hopefully this is the weekend we look back on and say, look, WWE making new female stars. They've made Raquel Gonzalez. Hopefully EO and maybe Tony Storm go up to the main roster. Hopefully Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair get the win, and let's make some new female stars, we've got the four horse women yet, presuming when Becky Lynch is back, sick of them all facing each other, yeah it's great, but give them some more opponents, we could have like seven or eight world class women wrestlers on the main roster, even Vince won't be able to mess it up, touch wood, but yeah, I don't know why I said that, but yeah, Get Eoshara on the main roster. Rakan Gonzalez wins this match, and this takeover, two hours and five minutes of takeover, Comes to an end, and yeah, I had a great time watching this show last night. Sometimes at three in the morning in the UK, yeah, I'd worked yesterday as well. I'd worked, I'd done a podcast, I'd watched shitloads of wrestling. I should have been going to bed for being like dead instead. That's now today. Um, but yeah, great show, great show. Now, I was going to bed thinking, can't wait for tomorrow's takeover. Just great. Do you know what I mean? Really good show, and yeah, um. As I say, it could have done me a bit more time to let stuff breathe. But, hey, bring on night two. My overall rating, I always give an overall rating for pay-per-views or... Well, it's not a pay-per-view, but it is. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, overall rating, 7.5 out of 10. I feel like that's a good rating. Uh, match of the night was Chomper versus Volta. 4.75. And, yeah, just a great, great takeover. And it fell, considering it was in this... Uh, whatever it's called, the Capital Wrestling Centre... 
the last takeover, the Vengeance Day one, was really good, and this one was really good. It's starting to feel now that these takeovers, although NXT TV isn't great, it's not even very good, to be honest, but as long as the takeovers deliver, I don't really care. I was never a big fan of NXT TV, to be honest. Anyway, it was just the takeovers for me. Um, but yeah, really good show, and as I say, I can't wait for tonight's takeover, which we're going to get into um, quickly to go over them, because I really, I've got this Jimmy Lloyd's D-Generation F on me TV, I want to get tucked into it and watch it, we're at quarter past six UK time, so I've only got seven hours to get the wrestling, get the podcast in before TakeOver tonight, um, we have got tonight, we've got Santos Escobar versus Jordan Devlin, Obviously, the story, it's a ladder match for the Cruiserweight Championship. The story is, uh, when the pandemic started, Devlin was the Cruiserweight Champion, but he was stuck in the UK. Um, Santos Escobar then took the vacant title, so they're going to merge them together. Obviously, there's a lot of drama in the UK, at least on UK Twitter. People are annoyed Jordan Devlin's on the show, but hey, do we have put him on the show? I'm sure you all watched Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, so not no difference, but hey. I ain't condoning anything, but yeah. The pick to win. Who would I go to win this match? Santos Escobar, John Devlin. Santos Escobar's been the guy on TV for 10 months, Annie, with the belt or whatever. I think you put it on Jordan Devlin. Put it on Jordan Devlin. I don't know actually how long Escobar's been champ, but hey, put it on Jordan Devlin. I think that's what we'll do. Should be a really good match. I feel like, I always say this, on these big shows, they always seem to have to put a fucking ladder match on. I'm, I'm seriously sick of ladder matches. But, hey, at least it's not a multi-man ladder match, because I am sick of those. Um, we've got NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon defend against The Way. Um, yeah, I think they've only just won the belts, haven't they? So, you keep... Keep them on Shotzi and Ember Moon. I mean, I think they're a good team. They looked really good in the Dusty Classic. Um, I can't see Candice LeRae taking the pin, so it'll probably, I can't think of the other girl's name. Um, whatever she's called, we'll probably take the pin. Great um, podcasting there. Next, we've got NXT North American title. So those first two matches, I think, will be good. They do have the potential, I think, to be around three and three-quarter, four-star matches. And then the next one's the same, NXT North American Championship. Johnny Gargano defends against Bronson Reed. They keep sort of taking the title off Johnny, putting it back on him. I do want Bronson Reed to go over. As I said on the preview show, I wanted Bronson Reed to win that gauntlet match. He's flirted with winning this title before in like a ladder, another multi-man ladder match months ago. I think the time, put the belt on Bronson Reed. Johnny Gargano can go and do something else for me. Bronson Reed, give him the belt and give him a big run with it. It's time to make new stars, new male stars at least, on NXT. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Bronson Reed. Go, I think a lot of people will go with Gargano's retain, but I'm going to go with Bronson Reed. Uh, next, the match that I think is probably going to be match of the night, you'd expect unless we get a surprise, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Um, the video package was fucking brilliant on last week's NXT. I know they're doing an extended prime target from the guys. It's Sean Ryan who did the OTT video packages, at least I think. Um... Yeah, this match could be great, couldn't it? An unsanctioned match. This is the only thing I think that possibly could take Walter and Tommaso Ciampa's current prize of being match of the week for WrestleMania. Um, yeah, this should be really good. Should be really good. Um, obviously, I think Gargano Ciampa was an unsanctioned match, weren't it? At TakeOver New Orleans, that was really good. 
I was there live, hungover for that one. But I think, I do you know what I mean? Adam Cole, what's he going to gain from winning this? Give Kyle O'Reilly the win. Kyle O'Reilly, they're pushing him. Let's make a new guy. Um, well, not new guy, but you know what I'm saying? He's never really quite been. I know he's lost in these main events to Finn Balor. But Adam Cole's been in and out of the main event scene for years now. I give Kyle O'Reilly the win. I really want to see Kyle O'Reilly win. I think he's been great in this pandemic era. Um, and yeah, I'm going to go with Kyle O'Reilly to win. And I'm going to predict it's not going to dethrone Walter Champa. But hey... Hopefully I'm wrong, because I'm excited for this match. Should be great, should be great. Main event, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. Not really, like most people, I've not really been too impressed with Karrion Cross since he's been on NXT. Obviously, he won the title at the TakeOver in August, got injured, dropped it, and now he's coming back. I think he's going to win. I do think he's going to win. I think Balor has been champion for ages, and he's done a great job, Balor, he's had a really good run, I've always been, with Balor, I've always said, is this guy a bit overrated, I feel like everyone loves him, but as he, he's not put on the killer matches for me in WWE, you can't name the great main roster Finn Balor match, you can't, I know some people have like, oh that was really good, yeah he's had some really good matches, but none have been killer, he's had great matches with Pete Dunne, with Kyle O'Reilly, and this NXT title run, so yeah, I'm going to say, Balor's had a great run, I don't want to see Karrion Cross. Really, I don't really see Karrion Cross as being able to put on the caliber of matches in that main event scene that I personally want um, out of NXT takeovers. But I think Karrion Cross is going to win. Hopefully, he doesn't. I'm going to go. I want Balor to win. Karrion Cross. Just put Karrion Cross on the main roster. Clearly, that's where they want to go with him eventually. He doesn't seem like an NXT guy to me. Um, get him on the main roster, um, and I'm sh I'm sure Vince will have a good look at his. Uh, wife, partner, whatever, I'm sure as soon as he sees her, he'll be like, get her on the main roster, but yeah, I'm going to go with Finn Balor, I'm going to, I know this is against what I just said, I've changed my mind, I'm going to go with Finn Balor, I think Karrion Cross might get called up in a month or two, I'm going to go with Finn Balor to win this match, Karrion Cross. and what I was thinking is, they're going to want Cross to be able to say, oh, he was NXT champion, he's already had it, hasn't he, I know he dropped it, but yeah, Finn Balor retains, I'm going to go for the swerve and surprise everyone, Balor retains the title, this match I can't see being any better than good. I think I'd take it being around the three and a quarter, three and a half star range. But yeah, hopefully they deliver a good match and Balor can carry carrying cross to a good match. But yeah, this show should be really good. I'm not sure, although I said night two on the previous show is the better card than night one. I'm not actually sure if it's gonna be able to top last night, but we'll see, we'll see, won't we? Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see the ratings for last night, obviously Dynamite headset with NXT, I personally watched NXT last night, I can't work out why people would want to watch AEW Live over a TakeOver, just a regular weekly episode of Dynamite or a TakeOver, but hey, each to their own, um, so the only way I think NXT don't win in the ratings is if, like me, a lot of people watched on the network or on Peacock, uh, but we'll see, it'd be interesting in a few hours when those ratings come out, but yeah, so that's it, I think it's, what is it, like the fourth day of, third, third or fourth day of podcasts in a row, I did one Sunday, the Will Ospreay, Sakura Genesis podcast, got a thousand views that one, I was delighted with that, because I always struggle, I feel like it's hard to transition you, like your listeners, like behind, like the hidden wall, it's hard to transition your listeners from Apple Podcasts, Spotify and all that stuff that I've been doing for years across to YouTube, I'm really trying, which is why I'm doing the whole video thing, um, we've got the layouts, thanks to Martin for those, um, but yeah, it's hard to get views, I've got a thousand views for that, uh, Will Ospreay, and usually we get like about maybe like 80, 90, 100 views on YouTube, I'd say it is hard to transition views to YouTube, I'm doing my best, doing my best, that's why I'm doing podcasts every day, so please subscribe to the channel, 
please give this video a thumbs up. I hope you've enjoyed it. You know what I mean? I ideally don't want to be doing this podcast. I'd sooner be in Tampa now watching Jimmy Lloyd's D-Generation F show. I'll be in Dallas next year. Touch wood. But yeah, um, I'll be back tomorrow to talk about the indie shows that I've watched. Talk about Night 2 of TakeOver. Briefly touch on Dynamite and talk about the ratings um, for last night. So yeah, exciting WrestleMania weeks in full flow. Everyone have a good time. Watch some of the indie shows. Support independent wrestling. Just watch as much wrestling as you can. Thanks everyone uh, for watching. And yeah, really enjoy. I actually enjoyed reviewing TakeOver. Really good show. I really enjoyed TakeOver. And yeah, I will speak to you all tomorrow. Make sure you look out for that. Give us some subscribe. And yeah, if anyone, someone just messaged saying, what hoodie have you got? And this is my WrestleMania 33 hoodie that when I got it, couldn't even get it over me. I've lost about a couple of stone probably since then. So yeah, decent fit now. Um, and yeah, this is from WrestleMania 33. But yeah, speak to you later, everyone. See you tomorrow. And yeah, give us a, find us on Twitter at DanielBallPod. I'll be live tweeting the NXT show tonight. Thanks everyone for listening. And I will see you all again tomorrow. See you later.